if you've sent an email to someone, do you often get that sinking feeling, will they actually read this? Will this capture anybody's attention? Well, it's interesting because uh, Stephen Luce is a social media expert and has had a look at all of this. Just how do you get people to read your emails? He's from tailist.com.au and I'm pleased to say is on the line. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, sir. Yeah, thank you for your time. Getting people to read your emails, how many people do you think there are who often get that sinking feeling that says to themselves, well, hang on a second, I wonder if that got the sort of bang for the buck I was hoping for? Well, I think it depends whether you're, you know, writing emails and sending them off in hopes or if um, you're a proper email marketer, which a lot of the emails you're talking about would come from email marketers, they know exactly how many people have opened their emails because we can measure it. Yeah. So, you know, you, you would be looking at each email and uh, judging its success. You know, if you, if you normally get about 80% of people opening your email, yes. um, you can really tell, for instance, if your headline was bad, yes, um, yep. if those numbers start to fall. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what you're saying is there are a lot of people who probably simply go down the list of emails and they would delete a lot of emails without even opening up each of those emails. A huge number of people because, of course, we all get too many emails. So the first thing you can do in the morning to feel productive is delete <laughs> a few emails and think, right, I'm on top of it. That's, That's right. That's exactly it. And so what you are saying then is that you need a, a punchy subject line, something that might get people in, newsy, no-nonsense sort of copy, something that's going to stand out immediately so that rather than just get the old delete or the, the tick as you're about to do a mass delete, whatever it might be, they actually are then inclined to, to open that email up and, and read what it's about. The headline's got to grab people immediately. It's right. got to hit on their passion or their fear, you know, are you too fat for the summer? Um you know, are you at risk of losing this? Um, you know, those sort of headlines, or it's yes. got to make people laugh or intrigue them. You know, 10 things Beyonce can teach you about public speaking. Yes. Um, that's the sort of thing that you're yeah. going to open as opposed to an email that comes and says workforce transition. Yes, that's right. Yes, all of those drab sort of management speak terms, you can leave those right out because anyone sees those, they'll just drift off and uh, eventually that'll cop the delete. It's, well, it's the people are often, you know, sort of inside companies who aren't thinking this way. So people yeah. who are going out to their customers are often thinking, well, this has got to be interesting. This has got to grab them. Inside the company where people struggle to get, um, you know, their communications read, they're still putting, you know, headlines out there, you know, time time to move yes. on December yeah. 25th. You make an interesting point as well. I was talking a moment ago with uh, you know the increase now of online sports betting, things of that nature, and people going to racetracks armed with their mobile phone, their iPad, actively using those to place bets rather than go up to a bookmaker or go to the tab window. And you make the point, and it can seem obvious, as you say, but if you want your emails read, make sure they can be read on a smartphone. It's a very good point because increasingly so much of that work is being done away from an office per se, isn't it? Well, that's absolutely right. And when you're writing that, that headline that has to be punchy, you know, remember when you open um, the, the email on your smartphone, it may only be the first four or five words. Very that true. Word headline yep. can be seen. So don't be, you know, even with a 10 word headline, don't be burying the good bit in the yes. second five words. Yeah. It is, it is a very good point because I think often we just assume, oh, well, people will just open this up on their work email. But, of course, what is their work email today can take on a, a range of different fronts and uh, different areas and, and, and settings, can't it? That's exactly right. And you need to be thinking about that with your email template as well. If your email template isn't responsive to the device that it's being read on, 
because you think everyone's going to be reading it on a nice wide computer screen, yeah. um, you could find that if, if you're making it difficult, anything you do on the internet that makes it even marginally more difficult for somebody to do something, you're going to lose people. Yeah. The other one that you write about is is timing, and obviously timing is crucial in a range of areas, but uh, you say you want to try and increase your email strike rate by hitting the send button when your prospective readers are most likely to have the time and motivation to read them. It's an interesting point. I often find myself, you get back after a weekend, and if I haven't been in here over the weekend, you'll just see this avalanche of most of it's rubbish, and the tendency is just to go whack, 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 get rid of it all. That's right. You know, you want to be measuring. So you want to be testing. So if you use even marginally sophisticated software, you can send half your emails at one time, half at another time, see what difference it makes. And it depends on what you're selling. If you're selling something for the weekend, you don't want to be talking about it on Monday. No, 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 that's right. So, so are there key times, periods you've identified where if you do want to catch people, it's the best time to do it? It depends entirely on what you want to talk to them about. Right, so yep. it would depend entirely on a case-by-case basis. Yeah, so you've got to analyse that and uh, and look at it from there. What about personal touches? Can you be overly you know, personal? Can you be too cloying sometimes in the way you approach people? Or it's nice to just add a, a unique touch to people's emails? When I first started doing this, which would have been back in the 90s, I was always amazed that you know I'd say, dear Stuart, at the top of an email, which was just a mail mode. Yes, so 300 yep. people were getting that. The number of people who thought you'd gone out and handwritten that message to them uh, was amazing and slightly embarrassing. But now I think people are much more sophisticated. So too much, you know, Stuart, comma, it's time to do this in the subject line, puts people off because they know it's a robot talking (laughs) to them. That's right. And I suppose that is always the difficulty because ultimately we know that a lot of these things are, you know, computer-generated, automated, but you are still trying to maintain that personal touch. So it is that delicate balancing act between the two, isn't it? Exactly. You can be informed. Somebody um, wrote back to me the other day because I'd, I'd asked people to confirm they wanted to be on my list. Yes. She wrote back and said, your emails are like you're talking to me. I really do want to stay on your list. Right. And yeah. that was in the tone of the email, not in some sort of you know trickery that I was using. That is interesting. So, I mean, you get to probably, from your viewpoint, that's as, as big a compliment as you can get from someone. Well, that's fantastic. If you're me emailing hundreds or thousands of people at a time, if each one of those people feels that you're talking, it's the same on the radio, obviously. You're talking to a huge audience of people, but you want people to feel that you're talking to them, which is why radio, as you know, is a more intimate medium, for instance, than television. Yes. Because it does feel like I'm talking to you. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly right. And particularly you find later at night, overnight, things of that nature, when often people are listening on their own, it is very much an intimate setting. So uh, interesting what we can learn. Your website is tailist.com.au. So it's T-A-L-E-I-S-T dot com dot A-U. And appreciate your time, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you, Stuart. Not at all. Uh, Stephen Lewis. Uh, who is a social media expert, and that website is tailist.com.au. So uh, there are some tricks to it, and I think the point he does make about uh, if you are sending emails out, make sure that the key elements, the punchiest part of the headline, is written in such a way that you can read them on a smartphone because a lot of them will be accessed that way. Uh, Just about out of time, John Stanley is back tomorrow. It's your business day. Uh, Stuart, on this Monday, have a great day.